Flesh time long time. 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 Hey there, sports fans. First time, long time. I'm Tommy Fitzgerald. As always with Richie Barron. Richie, how are you? How you doing? Very good. Very good. Good to good to be here. Good to be here indeed. And uh, you know, I tell you what, the Mets are playing two in Steel City today. Not off to a great start. Ran into the old kid John Neese, old boy, old boy John, pitching well, the lefty, and uh, not going so well right now. But I, the worst case scenario, these guys can go to Primanti Brothers after the game, get like six sandwiches. That's what I would do. Oh yeah, I mean it's uh, it's been a travesty. It's uh, the the games so far have been like a Ben Roethlisberger motorcycle ride in uh, the early two thousands. Whoa, whoa! And uh, <laughs> yeah, not little little dicey. Not that great. I'm trying a new edgy thing this week, but uh, you know. So, uh, but anyway, I, I would sit there, get a few pops after the game, try to wipe the slate clean. Uh, our offense is uh, how do you say uh, not clicking? Okay. So, uh, you know, I might go to sleep early tonight just to avoid the rest of this hogwash. I hear you there, Richie. And I, and I tell you what, kid, I would be remiss, as they say, remiss, uh, if I didn't give credence to our sponsor. We, we, we were sponsored by uh, Nacho Gyms and, uh, right before the show. That's, that's not the case, you were saying? Yeah, no, the thing is about Nacho Gyms, everything was going great. Uh, I know you ordered up the chimichangas you were really flipping out over there. Oh, they're great. Uh, so, you know, as we do, you have one millilite, two millilites, nine millilites, ten millilites. I meet this lady on the other side of the bar. We're talking, we're talking, we're talking. Uh, you know, I get a number. She, uh, you know, Journey comes on. We both, she drags me out into the dance floor. We're doing a little shimmy shake, a little bumping, a little grinding. Uh, you know, we do a little light petting. Sure enough, it's Jim's wife. Um... So, needless to say, he pulled the sponsorship from the show. Very sorry to Jim um, and his wife, Susie, who hasn't returned any of my beeps. But, yeah, I mean, I'm a little, I'm a little broken up about it. It was a, it was a great spot. But we got to move on, move onward and upward. This week, we are sponsored by a new spot, the Slippery Clam in Northport. Uh, I heard it's where Billy Joel wrote Keeping the Faith. Great oyster deal. Uh, you know, and they have those bud cans that say America on them, which, you know, make America great again, right? You can't hate that. I tell you what, you know, you see those cans and it makes you, it makes you feel patriotic. So shout out to America, shout out to the Slippery Clam in Northport. I've, I've been there once or twice, kid. I've had a couple of nights there. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, no, I think we're going to have a couple more. I mean, you know, I'm going to try to tone it down this week, take it easy and, uh, Hopefully we can we can hold on to a sponsor for more than a week. Again, real sorry to Jim, real sorry to Susie. Uh, I'll try another form of getting in touch with you guys. Uh, couldn't apologize more. It was it was the Miller Lights. They do crazy things, you know. Yeah, I hear you right there. And and as as I mentioned, Richie, we're playing playing the Pirates out there in Pittsburgh, and we're picking up tomorrow, Wednesday, against these bums, these Sea Hooligans, as I call them, instead of the Pirates. We got our boy Thor. Going against uh, this new kid, this Jameson Talion. I'll tell you what, Talion, second pick 
in the 2010 Major League Baseball draft. Fan graphs and one of these fancy sabermetric websites once called him the best high school pitching prospect since Josh Beckett. So, so high praise there. Real high praise. I don't think he's got as good a goatee as Josh Beckett. Uh, you know, one of my favorite non-Met hurlers ever. Um, also collected Beckett cards back in the day. Had yeah. that whole book. Told me uh, the prices and everything. So that was great. Um, this guy, Talion's first name is Jameson. Jameson usually makes me puke, and so does Canada. So uh, long story short, I hope we bury this kid under a pile of uh, James Loney soft liners, okay? That guy can hit a single with the best of them. Not going to park any like Lucas, but, you know, um, he'll, he'll probably hit more consistently because our boy Duda only hit for about two weeks out of the season. Yeah, I hear you there, and and you're spot on. This kid, this kid Italian, he's actually a, a dual citizen of the United States and Canada. So here's here's hoping he goes the same way as the Quebec Nordiques. I don't I don't even know what team that is. They've moved so many times, but basically hoping that uh, he goes back to Canada and the the pond up there, Nova Scotia, plays with a couple of mooseheads. I I don't know what they do up there. They they play hockey. It's a it's an unusual sport, and then. Uh, you know, so heading heading there, we're, we got to think that Thor's got a pretty good chance to get a win, and then we head to Thursday, also at Milwaukee again, Bartolo Colon against the kid Nelson on the mound for the Brewers, and I tell you, Nelson four and two on the season at home with a two point five four ERA, not ERA, that's ERA, uh, in comparison to an ERA over five on the road. So uh, I tell you what, this kid likes getting his cheese curds. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean. Jimmy Nelson, uh, I I don't feel great. I don't feel great about the Mets offense against any pitcher right now, but I feel great about him against Jimmy Nelson. All right. I think that uh, our boy Rivera is going to slug one. I think if they keep that, that animal soup up, maybe they put him in there and he slugs one. Who knows? Uh, I know they put him on the roster for the second of today's game. Didn't make me that happy. I, uh, I vented about it on Twitter. Um, you know, though, I am worried about Bartolo. Uh, you know, as as a devout Italian, I'm going to be praying to St. Anthony uh, that he can find the strength to uh, to get you know to grab himself a win, and that someone. I'm also going to be praying to St. Anthony that someone finds the strength to uh, finally pelt that creepy Bernie Brewer while he's sliding down one of those slides. All right, I hate that guy, but you know, maybe maybe we'll touch on that a little bit more later. Yeah, I agree completely, kid. Bernie Brewer, grow up. Go go get go to college at least get a GED do do something with your life Bernie you know drinking beer sliding down slides I don't know I don't know what kind of example that is for the proud folks in Milwaukee and I I am a little worried about our boy Big Bart in this game he's he's a big man he's a big man he's going to Milwaukee they like their beer they like their cheese uh, you know you got a big fella going in there that's like the time they let you into the Jim Beam factory yeah that was a rough one I went in there it was just a a, a tidal wave of puke. And, uh, you know, a temporary restraining order from my wife. So uh, hopefully none of those things happen. Hopefully um, Bartolo doesn't have to make amends with both of his wives after a start like this in a town like that. Uh, You know, here's hoping for the best. I love that guy. He's my favorite. And Jimmy Nelson, uh, you know, uh, why don't you go kick rocks and, and eat some grass, you jerk. Yeah, no one wants to find themselves going back to go to court in Milwaukee. I mean, that's that sounds like the worst trip. It's a long drive. It's a long drive, long drive from the island, and I'm not flying American again, I tell you that. So uh, heading into Friday, again, playing these damn Brewers, can't get rid of these guys. Matt Harvey against Junior Guerra. Harvey's given up one run 
Seven base runners in the last 14 innings over two starts. We were a little fretting about the kid. We were a little worried about him. But I tell you what, it seems like Maddie's back in the mix. Oh, yeah, the Dark Knight, he is risen again. Uh, you know, they put one of those models' faces in the sky. That's his little bat signal. And, he, you know, he righted the ship. He got right back on the mound. He's throwing gasoline. Uh, didn't have huge uh, K numbers that strikeouts for all you morons at home. Uh, but it, it's no big deal. That guy, he's going to go out there. I always believed in Maddie, even when uh, I cracked my files remote over my knee and told him that I'd never forgive him. I always believed in him. He's a, he's a great guy, a, a great competitor, and uh, frankly, I think he turned this team around a few years ago, so it's great to see him back. And I got, I got a joke for you. I know I'm not usually, I don't usually have the best jokes, but I, I got one here for you, Richie. You ready? Hit me. What's Ryan Braun's favorite beverage? Middle light? Juice. <laughs> oh! I tell you, he likes juice. You see what I did there? Little Steve Wright joke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the kid likes, kid's got small testicles. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that, my man, because I heard one on the site today that I swear to God almost dropped a jackhammer down a nine-foot hole after this one. Uh, what, what would they call Ryan Braun? What would his abbreviation be if he was a state in the United States of America? What would it be? HGH. Hey. Unreal. We need some sort of like radio horn or like a bell or something because these are good and, uh, you know, they need to be celebrated uh, even if there aren't people around to celebrate them right in front of us. I hear you, kid. I tell you what, you're when you're hot, you're hot, and you're hot tonight. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen, indeed. And heading to Saturday, who, who else? The Brewers. We're seeing these jabronis again. The immortal, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph with the Brewers. <laughs> the immortal Logan Verrett, Mr. Rubber Arm, going up against Peralta. And I was doing some research, you know. I, we do occasionally do some research, you know. And our boy Lucroy, Jonathan Lucroy, in Milwaukee, pretty good at home. Another guy that enjoys his, his cheese curds and his beers and, and maybe, uh, you know, snuggling with Bernie Brewer. Seven homers and a 1065 OPS, 351 batting average. Only two homers all season on the road for Jonathan Lucroy. So, you know, this guy, he likes he likes uh, likes playing in Milwaukee. Yeah, it seems, it seems to be. And, uh, you know, he's one of those names that's popped up. We'll see if he moves to the trade deadline. My thing about Logan Verrett, he, uh, the reason I appreciate him, um, aside from the fact that he's a, a nice Rafael Senna kid, uh, is the fact that he's like a Swiss Army knife. You know, he's he's so useful. You could open a beer with him. Uh, you know, you could go, you could go, uh, you can cut off a tag off a shirt with him and you could also take out the knife portion of him and threaten that kid that was bullying your kid at school. All right. You could do everything with Logan Verrett. He's a bullpen pitcher. He's a regular pitcher. I think he manages sometimes cause you know, we all know Terry has his lapses. Uh, so, uh, shout out to Logan Verrett. Even if he loses, I still love him, but I think, uh, I think it's another win. Yeah, I really hope so. And, you know, just, just quite frankly, I know we touched on this a little bit, but Bernie the Brewer, grow up. I mean, if this was the 1980s and I was at the park with my kid and there was a grown man with a creepy mustache sliding down a slide and drinking beers, I'd fight the guy. I would. I'd fight the guy or uh, or I'd say, hey, Tommy, get off the slide. Oh, come on. You know? Come on. I mean, I had some I had some good face lettuce. <laughs> some good that, face that you lettuce. Did. And What's, you were you were a, you were a wizard on that slide. Yeah, I had to shave it. Everyone, 
I'd go to the bar. All the, all the women thought I was a police officer. I said, I got rid of this thing. I look no, like, but uh, yeah. I look like Bill Cower. You're right. You're right. And you're right. Because I'll tell you one thing, all jokes aside, you know, we're trying to be a little serious here. Uh, Bernie Brewer, total creep. Um, you know, if I if I ever went out to Milwaukee, I'll never make I'll never make it there. It's DR Long Island, DR Long Island. But if I ever made it to Milwaukee, I would uh, I would lobby to have that guy arrested immediately. He's a punk. I should be, and uh, I'm I'm with you there completely, kid. And when we talk about someone who definitely should never be arrested, we got to talk about the kid Stevie Matz. He he didn't get the win today, but he pitched well enough. Came back. Gave them a chance to win that game. On Sunday, he's going up against the kid Davies. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, we talked about Mats before. I think Grandpa Mats, our boy Grandpa, could run for the mayor of Long Island. I would elect him. And I was trying to look this up. I, I who, Who's the current mayor of Long Island? I think last I checked, it was uh, Bashemi. I think they gave him the key to the city and uh, named him mayor. I mean, I, I don't know. That's who I have in my mind. Ah. Uh... I, I think I remember that. That was uh, that's when he was off from the last Sandler movie, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I agree. I think Grandpa Matt could be could in fact be our next mayor. Um, you know, he he produced the people that produced the person who made Ward Melville one of the most storied high school baseball teams of all time. I remember driving out for a high school stop for Stephen Matz, skipped work, nearly got fired. Uh, cracked open about 10, 20 beers, threw them back. I knew the kid had talent, you know, from the get-go. Uh, great time out there at Ward Millville. Shout out to uh, Coach Dickens. Miss you. Love you. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, Stephen Matt's tough luck loss earlier today, too. But uh, no worries there. Never worried about him. As always, shout out to Stevie Matt and, of course, Steve Buscemi, a legend. A legend indeed. And then heading to our storylines for the week. And, and quite frankly, the biggest thing, this is what all the scuttlebutt is about. This is what all the folks are talking about on the Twitter, on the Facebook, on the news. The Mets need a new third baseman. We do. And I, and I got to be frank. They're giving Wilma Flores a chance to, to get the job. But I saw this man cry in front of me on national television last year. It's not the same for me anymore. I mean, I, I haven't cried since 1981 when I lost $6,500 on that trifecta at the Belmont. Yeah, I was there. That was a rough day for you. Uh, just like it was, it looked like it was going to be a rough day for Wilma uh, last uh, last summer there. But you know, then they made that SNY documentary uh, "Tears of Joy," which kind of made him into a hero for crying, which you know really messed with my kid's head because I've been I've been threatening him for years uh, about crying on the on the field and on the ice and every everywhere every sport he's played. Uh, so that really threw me for a loop. But if, if this keeps up, they're going to have to make a, a new documentary called Tears of a Clown because I, oh. I, don't, I, don't uh, I don't think he's got starting potential. I like what you did there. I'm hoping the kid can match. He had the big home run. He cried. I once, uh, once knew a guy, a, a friend of ours, Zach, that had a florist jersey. You know, he was a nice kid. He was a nice kid. Wonder what that kid's up to these days. And uh, heading to another storyline, uh, same date last season, our offense, less runs than we did last season, and, and as you mentioned before the show, at that point, we had John Mayberry Jr., not the original John Mayberry. If he gave me his father at age 50 or age whatever his age is, I'd rather have him than Jr., but my question is, with this offense, what are we going to do? Where's Juan Arebe? Let's bring back my boy Chelly, Kel, Kel, Jelly, 
Jelly Johnson. <laughs> Jelly <laughs> Johnson. Uh, I can't even speak because I'm so riled up. But, uh, you know, what's what's the deal here? What are we going to do? We're, we're not getting any men on base. Not not really working out. Nah, it's a disgrace. I mean, the, the bottom third of the order, I mean, every time the bottom third of the order comes to bat, I, I let my wife put the voice on. I'm like, you, you do 10 minutes of the voice, all right? We'll go back when they got Grandison at the top again. This is disgusting. Uh, you know, it's, it's just a, a total debacle. Uh I couldn't believe it. They hit a lot of home runs, but they don't score a lot of runs. So that you know, it's home runs a bust. Uh, the way the Mets offense looks, it's kind of like having uh, eighty beers in a in a trash bag, but only about ten of them uh, contain alcohol. So what do you do with that? You know, that's not that's not great percentage. Yeah, it's not ideal. It doesn't sound like a kind of party that we would be at. You know. No, never. And right now, the Mets offense is not a party that I, I want to be at or watch on TV either. Sounds like one of those uh, Our Lady of Mercy parties back in the 1970s, if you if you catch my drift there. And, uh, and heading, uh, moving on, another thing that we, uh, we're talking about. So Cindy God and DeGrom, they're doing the product placement thing. They're doing the endorsement thing, getting the money while they can, tweeting about the acts. How do you feel about this? I think it's, I think it's really weird. I mean, you know, just you talking about it now, I'm a little, I don't, I don't know. My, uh, my sphincter tightened up a little bit. It's just, it's just real strange. They got these, they're talking about, oh, Noah, do you put gel in your hair before you pitch? Oh, Jacob, how could I not? I love my gel in my hair before I pitch. Jacob, do you put gel in your hair before you pitch? Only if it's Axe gel. It's like, uh, come on, guys. You gotta, you gotta get in there. I mean, in my day, I would spit on my hands, rub it in the dirt, you know, fling it through my head and get out there, you know. And if the if the ladies like me, they like me. But you know, uh, these guys these days with these endorsements, it's uh, it's really ludicrous. Yeah, I I, I gotta tell you, I I gotta disagree with you occasionally. I'm gonna disagree with you here. When I see a guy with a great head of hair, you know, I'm bald as a bat. It's the same kind of feeling I have when I see a nice buxom lady at the slippery clam over there in Northport and. You know, I head out in between two cars, bang out 20 push-ups to get a nice little pump, just make sure no one sees me. And I come back in, try and talk to this woman. And, you know, they want to brag and show it off a little. She's a buxom lady wearing a tight shirt. I, I understand. If I had a great head of hair, I'd, I'd be showing off a great head of hair, too. I tell you what, kid. I mean, fair enough. I mean, I, I, the only thing I don't want is, uh, you know, I don't want these guys to uh, get too big for their britches, so to speak. Like, you know, like you did Back in the day when you started wearing those tap-out shirts for a little while. You went to the bar. We, we were in the tap-out shirts for a month or two. It was a dust-up every weekend. You know, like and we, when we were 20, we'd do, do a little blow and go, go do that stuff. Fine. But, you know, it, it, it wasn't a good look. And, you know, I hope, I hope it's uh, a good look for these guys when it's all said and done. That's right. Uh, whenever someone tells you that a tap-out shirt is a good look, they're lying to you. They're lying to you. I learned that the hard way. Not too, not too long ago, and and finally we're going to touch on our boy Rene Rivera, looking like he's going to be the everyday catcher, you know. And and quite frankly, I, I don't know how how you feel about this, but every time I hear Rene Rivera, I think of Rene Russo, so he's okay in my book. I always told my wife if Rene Russo showed up at the door looking for me, I was going to send my wife on vacation for a couple of days, you know. I tell you, just going to order in if you catch my drift. Oh yeah, well you know what, you could send it to my timeshare in the DR because we got one. The DR, so, yeah. uh, that's your you spot. Know, oh, yeah, that's my only spot. 
The only thing I have to say about a Rivera is that you said his name's Renee, and that cleared up a lot for me because uh, you know no one's corrected me. A bunch of like a bunch of pips, a bunch of pip squeaks, right? What do you, what do you mean? I've been calling him Reen. Uh, I I I see. It's a it's a hard E. Yeah, who? I mean, you know, you think I'm sitting there all day saying Reen Rivera. He's got a, a cannon, you know, throws from the ear behind home plate. No one says a damn thing. So, uh, I mean, shout out to to Renee, I guess. Uh, apologies for the the butchering of of the first name, but you know, get a real name like uh, Jack or, or Mitch, or, you know, something uh, something that you can pronunciate. I tell you that Mitch, Mitch, good strong name, good strong re- name. Right there, I agree completely. And as as we move on quickly, this is something we want to touch on a little bit. Is the top five close the songs? We got our boy familiar. He runs out to dance at Cadoro. I like the song. It gets me dancing. I sit there. I I shimmy back and forth. I don't have a lot of moves, but it inspires me to at least try. But I'm I'm more from the school of uh you know getting fired up. You know what I mean? You know. So we're gonna be going through our top five close the entrance songs and. And I tell you, Richie, feel feel free to change change any of these if there's if there's a song you you really like. Uh, but number five, jump around, house of pain, you know, t- taking you back to your youth, you know, being at the bar, drinking Jameson, pouring Guinness all over my head, you know, maybe uh, maybe getting in a fight or six at the end of the night really takes you back to the early '90s. Uh, so if I was running out of the pen with a big old mouthful of chew, I would like to hear that number five. Oh yeah, jump around was great. It was like an instructional dance at the bar, and uh, it really got me jacked up. <laughs> I have to agree with you though that uh, great closer song number four, uh, Thunderstruck, really great one. ACDC. Um, shout out to uh, to Bon Scott who was kicked out of the band. Uh, Axl Rose will never do it like you did, but uh, this was actually JJ Putz's music, and uh, I just got over the fact. That we had to we had to listen to this great song before that little schmuck ran out of the the, the bullpen every day and just got uh, massacred. But great, another great song, Thunderstruck. The violin there brings tear to my eye every time. Yeah, every time I think of Thunderstruck, I think about the guy uh, the guy in the ACDC that kind of had the dress or the kilt, you know, the the guitar guy, and he sure. he'd be skipping across the stage and people would be be looking at him but yeah jj putz i wonder what he's up to these days uh any idea yeah, it probably sells real estate or something real check estate. on you know he's probably on the linkedin it's probably one of those jabronis i tell you what i i gotta look i gotta look the kid up on linkedin not that i have any you know if i gotta use my friend's account but uh you know moving right along tell you what uh number three you know this is a little after you know our our prime but i i still saw these guys in concert Killing in the name of Rage Against the Machine, the former closer Chad Qualls. Chad Qualls. That's a that's a Q U. So we ask a question. Chad Qualls, the question man. He's got your answer. But uh, hearing Zach De La Roca uh, scream and Tom Morello kick around the stage, that would uh, that would get me real fired up and maybe do some uh, some push ups, some handstands in the bullpen. Maybe curse out the opposing fans after a victory. Yeah, this is a great one. Great pick there. Uh, you know, this, this is the kind of song that, uh, I would play and I get hammered and go down to the courthouse and dispute a ticket. You know, it's very anti-authority and, uh, that's, that's the kind of thing that you, you're putting out there with killing in the name of, you're going to go out, 
You're going to strike them out one, two, three, and you're going to spit in their face and go home. So very intimidating. Love killing in the name of. Love it, kid. What do you got for number two? Number two, we have uh, the Triple H theme music, okay? If, if there's one thing that never gets old, it's WWE wrestling. Uh, and the thing is about the Triple H theme music, it's not even so much about the theme. Um, it's really about just walking to the edge of the gate as it opens and just spraying a mouthful of Dasani <laughs> right in the air. <laughs> I love it. I love you it. Know? Just like, just like uh, Hunter Harris himself. Oh, man. Legend. So I, that one speaks for itself. Yeah, I tell you what, I was so fired up about this one. I tried to get the rights. Obviously, we couldn't get the rights. Uh, you know, we're a small-time shop currently. But, you know, they, they would be like, time to play the game. You know, is that, is that a good impression? I, I don't know. That was pretty good. I thought you, I thought you press, press play on the song, frankly. All right. All right. Thanks for the ego boost. That's a real pat on the back, kid. Uh, but number one, as always, forever, for whom the bell tolls, Metallica, uh, a minute and a half, two minutes of just straight instrumental noise in the good way. Everyone talks about Enter Sandman, but this is the real close of the song. I, I, don't, I don't care about your Enter Sandman. I don't care about your Mariana Rivera, or in our case, the, the short-lived Billy Wagner era. You know, the guy throws 100 miles an hour. It doesn't matter if you can't throw a strike. You know, uh, take, a, take a hike, Billy Wagner. But yeah, oh, you, You're telling me. Billy Wagner was a, a real piece of work. But uh, I have to agree. I mean, Enter Sandman's the kind of Metallica song when, uh, you know, that's when the band, they, they strapped on skirts. Uh, you know, 80s Metallica is really where it's at. And uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls personifies. Big word. My kid's studying for the SATs. Want to get want to crowbar that one into this episode? It personifies what you want to do when you're uh, when you're coming out of the pen, which is intimidate and rock hard. So, uh, for whom the bell tolls, great number one choice. I love it, kid. I love the I love the uh, the support, the reinforcement. It makes me feel good. Makes me feel good. Gonna be a good night for your boy, your boy Tommy. And heading to uh, last segment. You know, we we've done a couple of different things. We've done he's underrated. I never liked him. Today we're going to do a trade scenario going over what we think. I think we did this episode one going over what we think is a a realistic trade scenario. And I think what we got to do is call the Colorado Rockies for Nolan uh, Nolan Arondo. Yeah, Nolan Arondo. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think we should really uh, fire up a trade here for a third base when we were talking about it before. Wilma's not really cutting it. Uh, Arondo's one of those guys. I mean, you know... um, you know, Bruce Beck was talking about him. NBC, Bruce Beck, great guy. Yeah, he, he was doing the sports. He was talking about how Arondo was really freaking out, and it got me thinking: like, what's it going to take to uh, what's it going to take to pry Arondo away from Colorado? Uh, I would like to hear what you want to offer, but if I had to make an offer, I would probably trade uh, Loney, Soup, uh, Lagaris, and I would throw in. Um, Jerry Blevins, JB. I uh, I don't know if you get part with JB, kid. I that's that's the big name. That's the name that's gonna put the deal over the top for me. I think, and that should be enough. Like it's a four for one. Like that's that seems pretty fair. Um, and then we'd have a Rondo for the play, for the the stretch run. Who would you deal? I tell you what, I, I I look at this and you think about Colorado. They never have never really have the good pitching. You know, the good pitching out there. They've got the thin air, famously. I would just trade 
the, the kid Zach Wheeler straight up, straight up for Arondo. Who says no? That's true. It's a one for one. Uh, wheels up all the way. Uh, he's coming off Tommy John, but it's one of those things where like, you know, you know, the kid um, has like Thor, Harvey, Arietta potential. Uh, I don't see why Colorado would say no to a pitcher who's coming off Tommy John. Uh, he, he's he's going to pitch great in that in that stadium, regardless. Yeah, it's not even like the fans out there are paying attention. They're too busy hitting the peace pipe. Yeah, yeah, and ordering Papa John's from one of Peyton Manning's uh, 22 chain locations. Uh, Peyton so. Manning, it's all, I tell you, it's almost like someone tipped him off that they were going to legalize marijuana. All of a sudden, he's got 22 Papa John locations. That guy's going to be paying off mortgages uh, for the next, you know, the next 10 years with that. The guy's got a lot of houses. Hey, I mean, uh, I think it was Rod Stewart that said, some guys have all the luck, you know? <laughs> it's just... And one did on that. I don't, I don't want to get crazy about Peyton Manning. It's a whole other episode. That's uh, that's our football podcast that we haven't started yet. Uh, oh, we'll get yeah. there. We'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. But uh, it's been nice. Uh, like I say every week, if you want to reach first time, long time, uh, we got some new some new likes and followers on Facebook. We're very excited about that. It's new followers on the Twitter today. We're up to 15. We broke double digits. There we go. Uh, on Twitter, we are at MetsFTLT. Waiting for responses from Jim Brewer currently uh, and McKeebs in Hempstead. Uh, on Facebook, we are first time, long time. Make sure to like us. And if you want to send us an email congratulating us on how good an episode this was, first time, long time pod at gmail.com. That's it. All right, guys. See you next week. Nothing to add. Love it. Let's go, Mets. First time, long time. 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 First time, long time.